You know me very well. Would you have bought me a weapon? I live nowhere near you, so yeah, the hilarity ensues. <laughs> and I don't get hurt. strict policy with kids that if they're out playing in nature it's fine they will survive because you know we're the dominant species on this planet and i'm fine i played in nature so the other day when a bunch of the neighborhood kids were playing in this little ravine behind the park that's across the street from our house i'm like cool they're playing nature no drugs they'll be fine also, they're all six. Six-year-olds don't do drugs. And I was walking back to my house, and one of the other moms is looking at me with that face of, why aren't you doing something about this? And I'm like, I think they'll be fine. They can't get any trouble back there. And she's like, what about the coyote? I'm like, there's no coyote. Because up to this point, I was convinced that this was a crazy lady who saw a dog and thought it was a coyote. And then I heard other people say, oh yeah, the coyote, the coyote. I'm like, there's no coyote, right? I mean, coyotes can live anywhere, but the coyote would have checked with me. It would have asked permission to come into my territory. I've got pee all over this neighborhood. And then the other night, my wife and I were laying in bed, and we heard a sound that sounded like one dog torturing another dog to death. Okay. Disturbing. Yeah. And I shoot upright in bed. And my wife shoots upright in bed, and she grabbed her phone and started Googling Coyote Howl, because she wanted to know if that's what we were hearing. And I grabbed, underneath my bed, the weapon that I keep there for safety. Would you like to guess what I keep under my bed for safety? Oh, uh, for safety. What would Steve keep under his bed for safety? A uh, foam sword that the kids keep hitting you with. Nope. Even better. Nunchucks. Oh, God. There's no <laughs> way you are you are regulated or able to use these nunchucks properly no I, i'm i'm barely can swing them around without racking myself in the nuts but i sleep with nunchucks under my bed because i don't trust myself with a gun <laughs> and my nuts really hurt but i do trust myself with a nun chuck okay so i would like to tell a story of how i wound up with nunchucks oh i want to hear how you fought a coyote with nunchucks oh i didn't my wife said no what are you doing <laughs> get back in bed and that was the end of it He's like, what are you gonna? What is your plan? I'm like, I'm gonna go see what that is with my nunchucks. Yeah. So it, what happens is, uh, coyote howl. Actually, they kind of vibrate their vocal cords in such a way it sounds like there's two animals when there's really only one. It's really cool, actually. Google coyote howl. It's it's dope. Okay. Before we get to how you got the nunchucks, I will point out that when I hear something in the middle of the night and I'm like the only person that hears it, I think, okay, well I have to check on this. I'm sure there's nothing, but I still have to check on it. And my thought is, I assume there's not anything actually happening, so I don't need to prepare for this. So I go down mostly or completely nude and with no <laughs> weapon. And I'm like, you know, if, if stuff happens, if the shit pops off, I got this. <laughs> I don't know what situation I would possibly resolve with my naked ass and no weapon, but I, yeah. I check all the rooms, I turn on the lights, there's nothing, I go back to bed. I don't even have nunchucks. <laughs> Do you stick your wiener around the corner and have it look around for you? Check all your blind spots. <laughs> See, we're, we're, we're very similar people. We both like going with some kind of floppy thing going around when you go to check out danger. 
Yours probably looks a bit more intimidating. Until you swing it around and hit yourself in the nuts, and it's just like, oh, no, we got this. You're just swinging around and hitting yourself in the nuts, too. Uh, I don't... You can't judge. I, I, I think you misjudge my, I don't know, walking ability? I just... It's not, like I'm, not like I keep rakes around my house. <laughs> With every step you take when you're naked, the unit whacks the backup dancers a little bit. Anyway. Back to nunchucks. So when I was in college, I had a lot of friends from China, including my wife. And whenever someone would ask me, uh, hey, I'm going to China. Can I get you anything? I would always say, yeah, nunchucks. And they would always laugh knowingly that I was not the type of person that you would buy nunchucks for. It was kind of like a fun running gag. It got to the point where I didn't even think about it anymore. If someone said, can I get you anything? I would say, nunchucks. Like, uh, okay. (laughs) What would you like? I have water with ice. Okay. Can I get you anything? Nunchucks. Okay. No, I'm not inviting that asshole to my party anymore. (laughs) Yeah, basically. No, no, specifically, if someone was going to Asia, I would ask for nunchucks. It's it's a funny running gag. Like, oh, that's our Steve, always wanting nunchucks. It is a funny running gag. You're right. The way you put that is absolutely the correct response. You know me very well. Would you have bought me a weapon? Under any circumstances, would you buy me nunchucks? I live nowhere near you, so yeah, hilarity ensues. (laughs) And I don't get hurt. And we get to tell funny stories about you hit your son in the head with nunchucks or something. So who finally took you up on this? It was my mother-in-law. My wife and I had been married for a while, and it ended up that I ended up graduating before my wife did. So I went down to Salt Lake to work, and she stayed in the town where we were going to school to finish up her last semester. And her mom's like, oh, I'd like to come stay with you during that. And I'm like, okay, that'd be great. And she's talking to me on the phone like, and what can I bring you from China? And I said, without even thinking about it, nunchucks. Because haha, funny Steve. She showed up at the airport and she gave me nunchucks. <laughs> So now I got nunchucks. Now, how was the presentation? Was it in like a nice box? Or did she just like hand you a loose pair of nunchucks? Like, I found these on the street while I was there. Here you go. It's just more more the latter there. She's like, oh, I got daughter. I got you this shirt and this nice stuff. And oh, here's son-in-law. Have nunchucks. Go make sure I don't get grandchildren. Like, okay. (laughs) No, just this moment. I'm like, oh, well, I guess this is what I asked for. This is what I deserve. It's like, uh, what's the, the, the idiom? Don't go chasing tigers, you might catch one. Don't go requesting nunchucks, you might get them. And you're just sitting there like, oh, I, I don't need nunchucks. I don't deserve nunchucks. I'm going to hurt myself. Uh, I mean, somebody's got to call you on it eventually. So I, you, you should have prepared for the eventuality of accidentally owning nunchucks. <laughs> Doesn't have quite the same ring as accidentally in love, but yeah, it, it'll work. I just love that she, she didn't call your bluff. She's just like, okay, I'll keep that in the back of my mind. I will get him nunchucks. And then, boom, <laughs> now you have nunchucks. And it's your fault because mm-hmm. you just played it so too playfully and loose your entire life. And whoops, now suddenly you got nunchucks. Yeah, but you, you say like this is a bad thing. I have nunchucks, dude. This is eight-year-old Steve's dream. Can you count on two hands the number of things you've broken with your nunchucks? I haven't broken anything. I'm very careful. I'm a responsible nunchuck owner. That's not true. There's no way. I haven't broken a single thing with these. I actually haven't hit myself in the nuts either. That's just a funny running gag, like, get me nunchucks. I've whacked myself in the back of of the back. My back. That's what they call that. So why do you stash them under your bed? Is it literally your, somebody's breaking into the house, this is my weapon? Yeah, it's, it's exactly that. I don't, I, we didn't have a baseball bat until my son started playing baseball. 
Like, I, I considered buying a baseball bat for that very purpose because, like I said, I really don't trust myself with a gun. I, I believe in responsible gun ownership, and I don't think I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm almost 40, and I'm not responsible enough for a gun. And I really don't have a need for it. I don't, I don't believe that I live in an area where a gun under my bed is an actually necessary precaution. But a baseball bat under the bed, I think, is just reasonable, like, Boy Scout preparedness. You should have something under your bed. If you hear something downstairs and you need to defend what's yours... Don't have a rolled up newspaper. Come on. So, didn't have a baseball bat. Didn't want to buy one for that specific purpose. Had nunchucks. Figured, hey, this is just like two baseball bats stuck together. That sounds like the most dangerous way of describing nunchucks. <laughs> A baseball bat's dangerous enough. Oh, let's attach this with a chain. There we go. Now I have a weapon. Now I'm ready. <laughs> now I have I'm like two, Daredevil. two bats that swing around connected. It's a great idea. And they're more the size of, like, the novelty bats you would get at, like, Bat Night. Oh, yeah, yeah, at yeah. the stadium. I appreciate your desire to defend your family. I appreciate even more, and if that's possible, thanks to this podcast, I don't know if that's possible at this point, but your mother-in-law for just <laughs> taking things too damn literally and being like, all right, here you go. Now you deal with it. You keep asking for them. Now you got them. What are you going to do? She should have asked for a demonstration right there and broke your no- you break your nose. And it's like, there you go. That's what I wanted to see. Let's go get ice cream. <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. That would have been. But sadly, it did not end like that. Uh, when you say defend my family with a bat, I know that, that you know every TV show movie shows the person with a bat when they go to check the door at night. And, you know, there's it's just somebody being silly late at night. And they put it down and they're like, oh, God, it's so late. But what I think of when you say defending my family with a bat is the black father that is broken into, uh, their home is broken into by Marty McFly in Back to the Future 2. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. man swings that bat, like, not like a baseball player. I've never seen a baseball player swing a bat like that, but he swings it with a gusto that is, you will not take this from us. Yeah, he was protecting his family. He was. That's what you do. It's a, a baseball bat is a sports implement and also a weapon that you can conveniently buy at Dick's true they, they have too much they have too much selection at dicks i look at that one i'm like oh no what is graphite don't you draw with graphite <laughs> why would you put graphite in louisville a slugger <laughs> i know what louisville slugger is i'm not that dumb just as a kid like you know we asked to actually i think it was when i started playing the softball team i was like you know what everybody that's playing this for a while has their own bat i need to have my own bat are you good enough to have a bat i don't care i need to have a bat so yeah, going to look at all the different categories of bat, and it's like, what do I need? And they're like, well, swing all of them. It's like, I can't. My shoulder will hurt. <laughs> I don't swing that often, so I don't want to do that. I'll, I'll just take this one. It only takes three to get out. Not if you ground out every time like I did. Oh, there you I go. I did a little blooper to the pitcher, and ah, I just throw it over there. Yep, he's out. All right. I didn't have to run that thing. Thank you. Thank you, pitcher. So yeah, that, there was definitely a time when I, I had a, a like solid metal bat in my room as a kid and i think the only playing with that i would do is put it on my palm and like balance but my ceiling was so low on one side that i had to do it over on this side of the bed because otherwise it would just stick on the ceiling i'd just be like well i'm just holding a bat up to the ceiling were you emulating rosie o'donnell from league of their own no i mean people do that she's she's doing it on the other end she's doing it on the skinny end though in, in, in you hold i was doing it on the fat end because i'm you know not terribly coordinated it's just something to do while i was sitting up there watching tv as a kid <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the only time... So you put a bat through your TV. I never once did I take it downstairs like I had to defend my family. It was just like, no, I just got a bat in my room. <laughs> but if you heard a noise in the middle of the night, you'd be glad you had it there. I'd probably go down naked and be like, oh, I wish I had my bat. 
I should have grabbed this. <laughs> I'll stuff some graphite in my wiener and go for it. And that's the story of how I got lead poison. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen like that. I don't think. I don't know. I, maybe that's happened to somebody. If so, ouch. Emergency room doctors. What happens if you stick mechanical pencil lead up your wiener? Oh, I'm sure you've had God. to deal with it. Oh, that 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 made me hurt. Like when I see certain things happen in TV shows and movies, it makes me like, for whatever reason, the part of, the part of my body that tingles is my knee. I think it's probably the only place that I've ever had like stitches or anything. But it always makes my knee hurt. That one, that one made my pee pee hurt. <laughs> it went back up. <laughs> Won't be able to sleep tonight. Uh, is there a story behind getting stitches in your knee? I mean, yeah, just riding with a bunch of kids when my mom used to babysit us and a bunch of other kids during the day, and we're down at the park. Actually, not, not even the park. It was like a parking lot of a place. It was just a big, wide-open parking lot, and we are just riding our bikes around in circles, and I fell, and oops, that one's too deep. Gonna need stitches. Hmm. I don't even remember really that vividly, other than all the older kids being like trying to calm me down and be like, it's so cool, you're gonna get stitches, that's awesome! I'm just like, I mean, it doesn't hurt that bad, I don't think I need stitches, and I got stitches, and that's that's the worst injury thus far that I've ever incurred. So I want to make sure I'm fine by the time my family gets home. <laughs> that's the worst thing that ever happened to me. Down the stairs, God! <laughs> so I've never had stitches. My one sister got stitches because my other sister hit her in the face with a shovel. Jesus. I hit my brother in the face with a garden hoe. Didn't need stitches. Uh, luckily, it didn't, it, I didn't hit with the sharp part. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't actually want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and then my brother got stitches because he hit himself in the head with a golf ball. Bounce? Nope, he was just running off a golf ball in his hand, smacked into a wall, kaboom! Cut his head open. How do you cut your head on a golf ball? Golf balls are round. So's the earth, and you cut yourself uh, open on that. That's not an argument here. Thank you very much, sir. How Seriously, how do you cut yourself on a golf ball? I cannot imagine... Whacked himself really hard in the head of a golf ball. I think he lied to you. That makes you bleed. I think he actually did something else, and he was trying to cover it up. So he said, I hit myself in the head with a golf ball. Your parents were probably like, <laughs> idiot, you can't even make a better excuse. We know you didn't do it with a golf ball. You can't do that with a golf ball. He was three. Three-year-olds don't have this complex desire to avoid getting in trouble. He wasn't blading. He didn't, like, watch Ric Flair and then like, that's what I want to do when I grow up. That with that golf ball. Oh, my God, the crimson mask. What happened? Oh, that golf He's ball. busted right open. That golf ball has a family. I, I, I yeah, kudos, I guess. I, that's, as the parents, I would just be like, how? What? <laughs> no. No. No, here's the thing. Like, when you have a boy that age, nothing surprises you anymore. I'm surprised you're the one throwing the, the defense up here. If your son came to you bleeding from a golf ball wound, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even take you aback. I disagree. I, I'm a very protective parent, so he has not really bled from anything. So I he takes a tumble in the yard over the the roots of one of our trees, and I rush to his aid and sweep his hands off, and he looks at it just like, Oh, that's probably okay. Okay. But if there was like a stick stuck in his hand or something, I'd be like, oh no, call your mother. I'm going to go throw up in a bush. <laughs> I don't do this part. Yeah, exactly. That's the, too true. Again, luckily I have not to, had to deal with that. But when that time comes, daddy might fail you. <laughs> He's definitely failed himself. So if your son bleeds, you fail. If someone breaks into your house and they aren't afraid of your wiener, you fail. I think we got a good list today of my failures future ones yeah i mean yeah if you want that to become <laughs> a recurring thing on this podcast 
I have many. <laughs> it's kind of my life. Yeah, I can see things coming from a mile away and they're not going to be good. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Oh,